3: Divided. A classic case of self-defense. This is white privilege on steroids.
4: Right now, his fate is now in the hands of a jury. Half of the country will be upset with them.
3: Then, after the big game. Hey Aaron, do you hear me okay? Yes. Aaron Rogers banished to Zoom and not again. Eight dead
0: and eighty-nine elderly staff and patients stricken with COVID in one nursing
3: home. And Target electric bikes, the inside edition bait bike. We want it back.
1: Two lights and then make a right.
3: Lisa Guerrero tracks down the e-bike thief. Sir, bike under here? Plus. What was he thinking? Did the singer Drake really go to a strip club the night after the Astro World tragedy? Look at all that cash. Ben. Dell and the surprise proposal.
1: She has absolutely no idea where she is or where she's going. Oh my God.
3: What they're saying today. And jogger to the rescue. Hi. House on fire. Can he save the dachshunds? Plus. Hey,
1: stop.
3: There versus the 7-Eleven clerk. Ah. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
5: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us as we broadcast today from our bureau in Los Angeles. The trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, the teen accused of killing two people during civil unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, is wrapping up today. Rittenhouse, who was armed with an AR-15, says he acted in self-defense, and today the judge dropped the gun charge against him. Around the country, some cities are preparing for possible trouble when the verdict does come in, a sign of just how this trial is resonating with the divided nation. Here's Amber Cagliano. It's the trial dividing America. Is Kyle Rittenhouse a cold-blooded vigilante?
4: Or is he a brave young man defending life and property during a civil disturbance?
3: This is white privilege on steroids. That would seem to me
2: a classic case of self-defense.
4: Rittenhouse's fate is now in the hands of a jury. 18 men and women listened to all of the evidence during eight days of testimony. Now they will be whittled down to 12, chosen at random out of a tumbler, like in a lottery drawing. Dr. Rachel York Colangelo is a jury expert. What kind of pressure is the jury facing right now? The jurors are likely feeling an immense amount of pressure
1: because there's the recognition that regardless of their verdict, likely half of the country will be upset with them.
4: The case is racially charged because Rittenhouse killed two men during protests over the police shooting of a black man, Jacob Blake, last year in Kenosha, Wisconsin. During the court proceedings today, Rittenhouse yawned at least five times.
1: I'm sure it was a sleepless night for him, understanding the magnitude of this day. But to the jurors, it could give off the impression that he's uninterested. But he stayed awake for
4: this riveting moment when the prosecutor demonstrated how Rittenhouse fired his AR-15 that night. A year after the protests, some stores in
5: Kenosha are still boarded up. And now the city is bracing again for trouble. In fact, 500 National Guard troops are on standby. After his COVID vaccination drama, Aaron Rodgers was back on the field Sunday helping lead the Green Bay Packers to victory. But there was still a little bump when it came to the post-game press conference. Les Trent has details.
0: Aaron Rodgers, back from his bout with COVID, scored a big win over the Seattle Seahawks Sunday. He's ready to play football to try and put that behind him and move on. But now, a new controversy. The Green Bay Packers quarterback refuses to wear a mask at post-game press conferences. An NFL rule for unvaccinated players. So he was compelled to talk to
3: reporters via Zoom. I Just wondering if there are any lingering effects and if, you, if you're feeling good or not so great right now.
0: I felt pretty good for the most part. I feel like I played, uh, you know, fairly solid. Meanwhile, there are fears today that we're on the brink of a fifth
3: COVID surge. COVID infections now up double digits in 20 states, with hot spots ranging from the Northeast to the Great Lakes to the Southwest.
0: Former Control. FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb warns holiday gatherings could fuel a new surge.
3: Look, we're going to see a post-holiday spike. There's no question about that. People are exhausted right now, but we need to remain vigilant just for a little bit longer. Here in Canaan, Connecticut, an
0: outbreak unlike any we've seen since the early terrible days of the pandemic in 2020. 67 residents and 22 staff at this nursing home came down with COVID last month. Eight lost their lives. All were vaccinated and were due to get their booster shots later this month. Despite all these warning signs, New York City continues its resurgence. The Rockefeller Center Christmas tree is up and demand for housing is through the roof as those who left the city when the pandemic hit are returning in droves.
4: I'm so excited to be moving back to the city. It feels like it's time. It's been almost two years since I've lived here and I'm just excited to kind of get back into the normal swing of things.
0: Jessica Teich fled the city in March 2020.
4: When I left the city, I felt like everybody was leaving the city. It really felt like a ghost town. Now it very much feels like it's alive, it's coming back.
5: I'm not surprised that people are running back as they are.
0: Shark Tank star Barbara Corcoran says many who abandoned the city now regret
1: it.
5: For a lot of people, it hasn't turned out as romantic as they seemed or they had hoped.
1: It was a different tune. They're missing the city.
5: In fact, according to the United States Postal Service, about 16 million Americans moved during the pandemic. And if you live in a big city or a big town, there's a good chance that some of the food deliveries you may have received were brought to you on an e-bike. Well, Lisa Guerrero reports those e-bikes have proved to be an irresistible temptation to thieves.
1: Pricey electric bikes are everywhere now, but they've also become a hot target for thieves. Sparks fly as this crook uses a buzz saw to cut the chain of an expensive e-bike. Watch as this thief steals an e-bike right as this food delivery man is coming down the steps. He gives chase but can't catch up. Delivery workers are targeted uh, now more than ever because they're using some of the most expensive bikes um, in order to do this work. The NYPD says e-bike thefts have doubled since last year. To see how bad the problem is, we rented this sleek $2,000 electric bike from NYC Adventure e-bike tours. To turn the tables on the bike thieves, we're going to hide not just one, but two GPS devices in this brand new e-bike.
3: Here comes Lisa riding up on the e-bike.
1: And then I locked the bike up to this stop sign post.
3: Time to see if any bike thieves come on by.
1: How long did we have to wait? just 10 minutes. Watch as this guy strolls up, he sizes up the bike, then bam, he yanks the chain right off. Then he hops on and speeds off.
3: There he goes.
1: Time to track him down.
3: He can move so much easier on the bike than we can in us Manhattan traffic.
1: Our GPS trackers led us on this circuitous route. Go straight, to lights, and then make a right. We're
2: coming up on the park.
1: Eight blocks later, we find ourselves at Tompkins Square Park. Time to head out on foot.
3: So we're in pursuit, looking for the bike thief.
1: We scoured the park, but there was no sign of him or our bike anywhere. Suddenly. What's under the tarp? Is there a bike under here? This looks like my this looks like my oh, bike. Our bike. And sure enough. It's- there it is. Right. This is my bike. Who took this. my bike? But everyone here says they don't have a clue how the bike got there. Somebody took the bike and put it under the tarp. I don't know, and if I knew, I wouldn't
5: say nothing. Sounds pretty, pretty fishy, but at least we got our bike back. Just last month in New York City, a delivery worker was stabbed to death by a suspected e-bike thief. Other news today, as a huge star, Drake knows all about image and perception. Yet the day after he performed at that deadly concert in Houston, Drake allegedly went to a strip club and dropped a lot of cash. Just 24 hours after Drake performed with Travis Scott at Astroworld, he
4: allegedly went to a Houston strip club. Look at this carpet of cash on the floor of the club. And according to published reports, it was left by Drake. <laughs> Video posted to Instagram shows dancers at the Area 29 strip club <laughs> counting the bills. It's unclear how much. They can be heard thanking Drake.
3: Thanks, <laughs> Drake.
4: <laughs> Every dancer who worked last night went home happy. The club's managers posted. One of the heroes of the disaster, a registered nurse named Sophia Santana, who is credited with saving the life of at least one concertgoer, is
1: speaking out about the tone-deaf strip club party today. People lost their children, and yet you're out here enjoying life, going to strip
5: clubs instead of being a human being. It's so sad, it's so selfish. Our calls to Drake went unanswered. The concert has now claimed 10 lives with the death of a 9-year-old boy who passed on Sunday. Everybody remembers the moment they got engaged. But for one couple, around 10 million people will remember their engagement because it happened in the middle of Adele's big concert. As Jim Murray reports, the singer was very much in on the surprise.
6: Oh, what a night. And look who showed up, Selena Gomez, Leonardo DiCaprio, Lizzo singing along with Oprah. And in a night of memorable moments, there was this highlight, Adele orchestrating a surprise wedding proposal.
0: If if you make a noise, I'm
5: going to kill you.
6: That's when a young man named Quentin Brunson emerged, slowly escorting his blindfolded girlfriend Ashley Mann across the stage.
5: What are we doing? Quentin.
6: The crowd did what it could to stay mum as Ashley's noise-canceling right, headphones were removed. And take
0: the blindfold off, okay?
5: When you squeeze my hand?
0: Yes. Am I on grass? Oh shoot!
6: Off came the blindfold, and then came take the shock of her life. Oh my god!
0: Babe, look at me! 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 Look at me oh my god! Look at me! This is people?
6: real. On bended knee, Quentin expressed love his love in front of the entire you. world. I
0: love you, I love you, I love you, and I will continue to love you forever. Will you marry me, little Ashley? Oh, in, real, in real life?
5: Yeah. Yes?
6: Yeah. Adele emerged to congratulate the newly engaged couple. Ashley's face says it all.
4: Hello, Ashley.
6: Yes, she really was at the concert of the year. Quentin and Ashley were chosen for this epic proposal here at Griffith Observatory after he submitted a one-minute video explaining why he deserved this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Quentin and Ashley have dated for
0: seven years. Once it came across um, my table and I I saw it, I just knew that if I submit to this, they're going to pick us because... I don't know, we just just have so much to offer, and um, I'm just happy that everything went the way it did.
6: Imagine being serenaded by Adele on your engagement day. That was pretty awesome.
5: To make you feel my love. Ashley also thanked Melissa McCarthy for giving her that tissue. Congratulations to the couple. When this jogger noticed the house he was passing was on fire, he used the doorbell camera to try to get help. And then, as Stephen Fabian tells us, He turned into a real superhero.
2: This jogger was on a run when he saw smoke pouring out of a house. He rang the doorbell to alert the homeowners, but gets this recorded message.
1: We can't answer the door right now, but if you'd like to leave a message, you can do it now.
2: Suddenly, a voice. Smoke out of the top of your house the family wasn't home but they were alerted through their ring security system here you have a total stranger knocking on your front door telling you your house is on fire that must have been terrifying.
1: Yeah, it was terrifying. When I uh, answered the doorbell and saw the smoke, I panicked immediately.
2: Homeowner Courtney Polito decided to give the jogger her home security code. Why? Because her two Dotsons, a rabbit and a cat, were trapped inside.
1: The first thing that went through my mind was, get my pets out of the house, please.
2: (laughs) Not knowing what to expect, he entered the house. Moments later, he emerged with his arm full of animals. Then he goes back inside for more. Everyone was rescued.
1: I was like, I want to buy you dinner. I'll buy you anything. I could give you my life if I could. You rescued my babies and you saved our house.
5: Hi. Fire department says another 10 minutes and the house would have been destroyed.
3: Next. What was beloved late actor Michael Landon like? Charles. From the actors who played his TV wife on Little House on the Prairie.
4: So he wasn't exactly like his image.
3: (laughs) Plus. There versus the 7-Eleven clerk. Ah! Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right
1: back. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation. Solve your sister's murder. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
5: What was it like on the set of Little House on the Prairie? The actress who played Michael Landon's wife says it wasn't as wholesome as it seemed.
4: Little House on the Prairie was the biggest thing on TV in the 1970s. Michael Landon played Pa and Karen Grassley was Ma. Charles! The perfect parents at least on TV. So he wasn't exactly like his image. to put it lightly (laughs) you know he was a very complex guy Landon was not only the star as an executive producer on the show he was also her boss Mike drank a lot during the day we never knew who was going to arrive at the makeup table in the morning Grassley's new book bright lights prairie dust paints the beloved late actor as sexist and a bully on the set really Really disgusting stuff. Remember those touching scenes of Ma and Pa in Mm -hmm. bed at the end of the show? Grassley says it was a nightmare shooting them. He started to tell these filthy jokes about the female anatomy while we sat there, and it was surrounded by men laughing at these jokes. I mean, that was really... Over the line. We didn't have a word for sexual harassment in those days. Grassley knows people will slam her for going after the beloved Michael Landon, who announced in April of 1991 that he had inoperable pancreatic cancer.
2: If you're going to try to beat something, uh, you're not going to do it standing in the corner.
4: He died three months later. If people are upset, I'm sorry they're upset, but I had to tell my story.
5: To read an excerpt from the book, just come to InsideEdition.com. And when we come back, a bear that follows COVID protocols. A scary but careful bear.
6: Look who's showing up at a 7-Eleven. It's a giant bear. Panic, screams, and tears won't deter this hungry fellow. Look, the beast follows COVID protocol, taking a dab of hand sanitizer. But to say the least, he's still not welcome.
2: Get out! Hey! Hey!
6: You can see the brown bear is tagged, so he's known around this Lake Tahoe neighborhood.
5: The bear just wandered off. 7 Eleven posted that he just wanted a raspberry slushy. And coming up, a new Bigfoot sighting.
1: Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free?
5: Finally, who knew Bigfoot was so sassy?
1: Bigfoot
2: is coming out out of his make that her shell.
1: My boyfriend's back, and you're gonna get
2: in trouble. Check out Bigfoot Bay. That's B A E, one of the hottest and wackiest influencers on social media. In just a few months, she's amassed close to a million followers on TikTok. She loves Adele. and she's celebrating Britney's freedom. Who she really is is one of the best-kept secrets on social media. Forget about going in search of Bigfoot. All you got to do now is go on TikTok.
5: and And that's how you get famous. See you tomorrow.
2: I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get
3: your podcasts.